in motion is Sewell. Goff to throw. Wants to throw it to Sewell. Oh, he caught it. Boy, yes. Sewell on first down. Oh, yes. the big man dives down to the 31-yard line. Oh, that is beautiful. Welcome to the 20 in the Huddle podcast presented by Microsoft, and I welcome in Wayne Blair with me this week. And Wayne joined the staff in 2022 as a defensive quality control coach, but that was after working with the team in 2021 training camp as part of the Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching Fellowship Program. Wayne, how important has that program been, not only for yourself, but for other guys to kind of, you know, you know get their opportunities in the NFL? Um, I guess you would say within the past couple of decades, it's been instrumental and with more of an emphasis now towards uh, uh, bringing in minorities and getting those guys into positions where they can definitely uh, thrive and flourish. So for me, it's just been amazing. Yeah. An amazing experience. Uh, I don't think mine is uh, conventional because... I started with the other team inside of our bracket in the black and blue division first mm-hmm. before I came over during COVID and um, just coming here has just been uh, it's been great for me not only uh, for myself as far as development but you know for my family as well and um, it's it's I want to say it's just something that most. Uh, people should try to get to experience because it's almost like it's a gateway. It's an opening. Yeah. And, you know, whatever you do with it is ultimately your shot, your chance, your opportunity to prove yourself. And it's led to your opportunity here. What do you like about Dan Campbell, AG, the staff? You smile. I'm sure you could probably go on for for a while. But look, you played linebacker at at Tulane, right? You played in the CFL for a little bit. So you're, you're a player. These guys are former players. Just what is it about this staff, if you can put your finger on it, that 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 you love being a part of? Um, the cohesiveness, the accountability, the the drive to be something bigger than just you know, not obviously yourself, but for the actual team, the group. Um, I think it's just been it's been a whirlwind, but also it's been. Um, I would call it like a perfect storm at the same time. So for me, again, it's just been one of those things where I continue to help build on my own resume. And then um, ultimately with guys like Dan, AG, even Ben and Coach Phipp, um, you got a bunch of guys that have uh, been uh in and throughout a majority of uh, a lot of different systems within the NFL. And it brings something obviously different and it brings, um, I would say, great continuity and cohesiveness as a whole, not only just for the coaching staff, but for the players, administration, management, everybody kind of gets to feel, see, and touch what the actual product is. Mm. Quality control. That, that, that's one of those terms. I think fans, and there could be some of, of you guys listening out there, what does a quality control coach do? Can you define, because to me, 
I know a little bit and it's a lot. It's you have your hands in a lot of different areas, a lot of different position groups, a lot of different things. I guess what's the easiest way to explain the job duties of the defensive quality control coach? Jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> Ability to be able to uh fit in, fix, solve, problem solve. Um whether you got installs, you got practice, um, personnel. It's just so many different areas that I probably cover within a day that, you know, most people don't get to see within a year. Hmm. So um it's uh it's a it's a tedious job. It's time sensitive. Um you're obviously working on deadlines and you know I am the small man on the totem pole, but I am significant in the things that I end up having to do or go through. So it's uh That's the best way anybody's ever explained it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> what was the what was the line there? Oh Master of None. What what was uh, the Jack of all Jack trades, of all trades master, master of, none. of None? I like that. You know, it's like a Swiss Army knife, you know, you 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 have the need for it. You just don't know when you're going to actually have to use yeah. it, but you always have to be readily available. Do you like that aspect of your job being different, maybe week to week, but day to day sometimes? Do you, yes. you step in here and sometimes you might not even know what you're going to get into in, in a 12 hour day? Without a <laughs> doubt, um, it definitely breaks up the monotony. Um, I know that no two days are the same. And for me, again, it's just... Um, I love knowing the unknown and it's something that I embraced and it's something that's helped me to be able to grow and then get better within my positioning as well. When do you think you bring a unique perspective to that job too? Because normally when you see quality control guys, right, it's young guys, it's in their twenties or guys that are maybe trying to break into the league a little bit, not older guys like yourself that have, that have been around, maybe been to other spots, mm -hmm. like like you've mentioned before, done other things. Does that give you a, a unique perspective, do you think? Uh, yes, without a doubt. Um, <laughs> again, I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm unconventional, um, kind of one of a kind, um, high school guy, you know, formerly. As far as being, no, a, we're going to get into we're oh, going to get into oh, South Florida. Right, 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 we're right, going right, to get right. into South Florida. Don't so, worry. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it 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 provides a unique perspective from me, and um, like I said, my growth within the year has been um, it's been transformative. Yeah, and um, you know, whereas before I came in and I was doing a lot of the technological stuff, now I I get to work inside of the game plan, the, 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 the roster buildup. I do, like I said, I do a lot of different things. And you like working with the players oh, to that doubt. part of it? Without a doubt. I think, um, it, 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 it kind of mirrors high school in some sense. And most people might think that I might be crazy for saying that, but you know, there's that, uh, emotional aspect. There's that, um, psychological aspect as well that you know most of these young men are transitioning from being a collegiate student athlete the nils and all of that other things to now you basically coming over and you're you're a professional and your job and your business is becoming the best possible 
uh, professional that you can be. And, you know, within that, there's some levels of guidance. There's some levels of uh, psychological therapy that, you know, some of those guys end up needing and, you know, they, they, they get it from their position coaches, but, you know, guys like, uh, me, um, Dave Correo, uh, Sean Dion Hamilton, um, Cam Davis, we get to provide, uh, a different aspect aside from, you know, what the message that the position coaches, uh, pushing. So we, uh, we assist, we, uh, kind of get to help to fill in the blanks as well. Sure. And it's an interesting perspective because you spent a number of years in South Florida, high school coach, really success. Some of the best football in in, in the country comes from that region, uh, won state titles. Um, and your job is to take a 16, 17-year-old kid, try to make him a man. Well, from college, these kids are now, what, 21, 22, trying to be professionals, doing it against 30-year-old men who don't want food taken off their plate. It's you know what I'm saying? And, and, and so it, it, do you do you think that helped you working in high school for so many years and, and, and kind of trying to, to, to develop those guys? And it does, is it almost mirror kind of guys coming into the league like you talked about? Again, it, it does. It does mirror it. But, you know, like I said, completely <laughs> different extremes of the spectrum as far as, you know, high school and, and, and uh, professional. But again if you have a mindset if you have some type of thought process you can be able to help or guide uh some of these uh new uh professional slash rookies or free agents or whoever it may be along the way even a a a, a seasoned veteran you know mm-hmm. those guys in turn aside from you know their agent their support system there's a different way to be able to provide the message, obviously, which would be the team and helping those guys to overcome potential obstacles that may face them down the road. What'd you like about coaching high school? You did it for so long. Oh man. It's uh I call it the light bulb moment, the the aha when, you know, somebody kindly finally has that realization as to their potential and where they can go and where they can end up and they you know, they kind of have that aha moment. Sometimes they may feel this kind of like that. I told you so moment. But at the end of the day, it's that uh, realization of, you know, who they are, what they are, what they can become if they continue to do the right things and put themselves in the right place. Defensively, um, a lot of revamping this offseason, uh, specifically in the secondary, but, you know, um, bringing some pieces into into the front seven as well, just as a whole. And I, and I know it's it's hard to tell right now. Pads aren't on. You can't tell anything in this game without pads. But just what you've seen from the spring and based off how you guys finished defensively last year, got some contributions, some big contributions from some guys who are now back. Do you like where this defense is at after the spring and, and heading into training camp? I definitely uh, love the way that we are trending, um, beginning with the front seven. Uh, all of those guys that might have ended the season, uh, IR, unhealthy, all of those guys are back now. Um, factor in now, you have those rookies that are coming in, those uh, undrafted free agents. Um, I'm very excited about the direction that we're going and um 
what we're going to end up bringing to the table for the NFC. What's the identity? What do you want the identity of this defense to be? Well, violence. Violence. That's been on this podcast before. <laughs> just just <laughs> outright uh, violence and uh, dictating the tempo of uh, every down and distance. So violence is the word. How much better is that secondary with, with, with bringing in guys like, like Cam and CJ and Emmanuel Mosley we'll see soon enough. You know, even a guy like Brian looked like he was around, can do a, a lot of different things. The word that maybe sticks out to me is, is versatility. Is that accurate with those guys? Because it looks like you've got a lot of guys that can do a lot of different things. And when AG goes to make a game plan, and, and you're obviously a, a part of that too, how does that help you be able to do a lot of different things on defense, having guys on the back end that can do multiple things? Well, that that in turn uh, gives AG the capability to uh, open up the playbook and um, – start calling, you know, different things that, you know, obviously that we work through through the spring and then again through uh, training camp that gives him a little bit more variety as far as uh, play calling is uh, concerned. It seems like that's the case up front too, right? Guys like, you know, Josh can, can play inside, outside. Hutch can go stand up, play outside linebacker, but can put his hand in the dirt and 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 rush from the edge as well. Multiple guys. Seems like, is, is that something that you guys talk about, target, look for when you're evaluating guys? The more you can do, the better, right? Is, is, is that kind Because of, it looks like you guys have brought in a lot of guys that have multiple facets to their game. Skill set is definitely something that uh, plays to the, plays to our advantage um i get i guess kind of like much like i said you know swiss army knife definitely makes things all the much better so if you have a guy that has that ability to be able to you know cross over from a defensive end to an outside linebacker or a strong safety that can play a nickel or corners that are able to play on both the left and the right side i think that definitely again opens up something um more for ag to be able to uh help call things that are definitely towards our athletes uh skill set another one of those guys is john kaminsky commish the commish (laughs) i don't know if you know this or not but he talked about you and, and he credited you for a lot of his success last year and obviously a guy who's team first you look at the box score and, and maybe sometimes you don't see him show up with the sack but you know Hutchinson got two of his because of Kamish and the dirty work that he does to speak to that relationship what did what did he mean by that how closely did you work with with, with Kamish last year um Kamish uh, for me as a coach he's been he's been instrumental in my development as far as becoming a coach because he's a guy that, like I said, you know, he knows all of the different positions, um, understands uh, being able to play violent. Um, the club, I don't, I think the club will probably be retired, but again. He's got to have it somewhere. <laughs> he's, he's just. He hated that thing. I talked to him in the locker room and he would just be, I, I can't use my, like, I can't use my hand. How do you play defensive end and not be able to use your thumb? Like, I can't grab anything. He was so frustrated man, by that. Commission, I, again, man, Commission <laughs> is just one of those guys that 
has been instrumental as far as uh, helping uh, AG to be able to fill in pieces to the puzzle. Mm. Um, just a, a, a know-it guy, not in the sense of know-it-all guy, but, you know, just a guy that understands um, blocks, understands protections, um, and he is also like a Swiss Army knife with inside that defensive line. A guy that could be, you know, he could be inside, he could be outside. He's just, um, he's just a wonderful human being. I, you know, I damn near get teary eyed about it because he's he's one of those guys that takes the time to, you know, just follow up and follow through, and you know, dots all his eyes, crosses all his t's, slashes all his cues, and. Again, just somebody that was uh, very, very uh, needed to be re-signed, and um, we did that. There probably wasn't anybody happier when that re-sign came than you, huh? <laughs> Might have seen me rocking a shirt or something, you know? But To me, he's a glue piece. Yes. And, and don't teams, all teams need that? Like, Khalif Raymond is another one for me, like on the other side of the ball. Like, just a guy that can do it all. Do it all. He can do it all. He can play any position returns kicks he'll go run special teams if you want him to he'll go you know on play inside he'll do anything and commish is kind of that same kind of guy defensively to be a good football team you need a few guys like that don't you without a doubt um i think that was uh pretty much the the, the build up and the makeup as far as uh getting him resigned um he is smart beyond his years and he just understands a lot of different things and like you said it's one of those guys that'll be uh instrumental as far as how far we go where we go and how we go about it well, hopefully that's pretty far hopefully that's home playoff games hopefully that's some of the things that that's being talked about expectations i've I've been covering this team for 15 years and I can't remember probably higher expectations for a team heading into a season. How are the guys handling that? How are the coaching staff handling that? Is it still just put your head down? We haven't accomplished anything yet. Let's go to work. It's not a distraction. Or do you hear it? Do you have to remind guys that, that, Hey, we haven't done anything yet, or has it been a pretty good collective effort to kind of block out the noise? Collective effort as far as blocking out the noise, silencing the critics. I mean, I think everybody's uh, all in mm -hmm. with that whole uh, ideal and the way that we, you know, conduct and go about our business every day um, has been just even keel. I don't think there's any uh, any change. And I know within, you know, media and all these other different outlets, there is the noise. But as far as in these walls and how we go about it, I think it's just silence and, and and business as usual. In the 20 minutes that we've been talking, there's probably been four or five quotes, slogans, mottos that you've pulled out that I love. So the t-shirt business is big around here. <laughs> if there was one, if it was the Wayne Blair motto, quote, whatever, what, what would the shirt be? What, what's the good one? Give me your best oh, one. Oh, gosh. Because um, I hear you, you're full of them. It's so the players joke about it too. <laughs> uh, a Blairism. Let's a Blairism. See. We need the um, best Blairism to end here. Oh gosh, I don't want to quote The Rock. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Um, it's got to be what you use on your players too. It's if I were to say 
something to a player and they'd be like oh that's Wayne you know what it is don't you <laughs> alright um oh okay 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 it's uh go hard or go home go hard or go home go hard or go home I, I like think, it uh, that's uh something that we can resonate I don't know whether or not they'll turn it into a shirt or build some slogans off of it but Go hard or go home. There ain't no other way about handling yourself as a professional and taking care of your responsibilities, not only as a man, as a father, whatever that may be. You just go hard. There ain't nothing else. Or go home. I love it. Wayne, thanks for taking the time. Defensive quality control coach for the Detroit Lions. I'm glad you guys get a chance to, to know some of these assistant coaches a little bit more. Wayne is a, is, is a character. He's uh, one of those guys the players love, and uh, you do some really good work, and hopefully it uh, it pays off in the end. And we're talking about playing football and meaningful games into January, maybe in February. I appreciate, appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, Thank man. you. Blessings.